This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy out of Dave Coke talking some Major League Baseball on this Wednesday. And um, we're uh, going to get back on track today and uh, kind of got a bunch of games that go at um, kind of the mid afternoon. So we're going to be able to drop this uh, right before five of those, and then we got five more uh, at night. And I have to start with Dave. You figure it out. After the Houston Astros just really pound the Yankees, the Mets, the Red Hot Mariners, they've now lost four of their last five against the Oakland A's. And um, and Dusty Baker even said, this is, a, this is sort of a college football and basketball angle, sort of getting up for teams yeah. and emotionally kind of not Major League Baseball, where it's a, it's a baseball mentality, 162, don't get too up, don't get too down. Sure, you have your peaks and valleys, can't you can't stop that but this is almost as if the Astros get more they get up more to play the better teams your thoughts it's probably true it's not like they got to worry about making the playoffs and you could say the same thing about the Dodgers who just pounded the Giants over the weekend and all of a sudden having problems with the Nationals so you know that's that's why that's why they're not giving away money at the sports books uh it's never easy. The um and and what about today's game with Javier and Irvin, both with very similar numbers. We know about the lineups, or uh, but it's you know it's two dollars and seven at Bet Rivers uh, on the road. So it's it's hard to pull the trigger on the A's, but man, uh, they have had a lot of success. And you know the way this pitching matchup is today, and the way these teams are headed, this could be another competitive game. Yeah, especially with Irvin at home. Where well, he's been good. Uh, his analytics aren't great, but as uh, if I look at the numbers here, uh, he's got a 1.63 ERA at home this year. And, wow. you know, the, even with the analytics indicating it's, he's been a little bit fortunate on that count, that's still pretty good. No doubt about it. Um, and uh, and also the, um, the, 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 the Astros again. And so... I was on them on Monday. I got off of them. I laid off the game completely uh, last night. But uh, man, uh, it's been it's been a really uh, interesting run uh, for Oakland. As now they've won four of the last five against the Houston Astros, looking to sweep them uh, today. You mentioned the Dodgers. The other team, uh, Haney, two eighty six and nine. This is tough to deal with with Corbin. Yeah, um, well, boy, you feel ba- you feel bad for Patrick Corbin at this stage. He's he's improved a little bit, but it's been a rough go. It's about over uh, for Corbin. Uh, I mean, let's face it, he's been terrible. Uh, but the Nationals have nothing to lose. They treat these like playoff games because they're, 
they're, they're not going to be in the playoffs, obviously, but they get up to face big teams like the Dodgers. Haney's uh, coming off the DL. I don't know how long he's going to last. Uh, started the season in pretty good form uh, with his new team. Uh, you would expect the Dodgers to win today, but uh, it's a little expensive for me. White Sox have uh, won three in a row now. The Rockies have lost uh, three or four, four or five. Uh, they take the first game two to one in Coors Field last night. Uh, boy, if you laid that run and a half uh, like I did last night, this is one where it did grab you uh, in the bottom of the ninth with that one run scored. Uh, Giolito in uh, Sensitalia here at Bet Rivers. Uh, White Sox one thirty nine and eleven and a half. Showing a little signs again, or are they flirt- well, kind of. Well, they've won three in a row. That's a positive. You would think they've got an edge on the mound with Sensatella throwing for the Rockies, although he's been better at home than on the road. Uh, Giolito, a little too inconsistent for me to actually bet on. I would lean to the White Sox in this game, and the price is reasonable, but uh, I don't know that I want to actually bet it. Yeah, it, it's it, every time we feel like the White Sox are about to grab, you know, yeah. get some traction, they kind of they go back to kind of back to earth so i mean it's been uh, one thing and we know those rockies uh, they find ways to be competitive uh, at home uh, this year and certainly uh, last year and then the rangers and mariners you know our producer uh, wow. the max is a big big rangers fan and he says every time we talk about them if it's a one-run game they're going to lose well they lost well, the first two by one run here in seattle they are now five and 23 on the season in one-run games Oh my God! Which is amazing. That's I mean that's that's tough to do, and take the lead last night after coming back from an early deficit, four three going to the ninth. It wasn't four three for long, uh, and uh, Seattle gets another one run win. The Mariners second year in a row they've been a very good one run team. I think the edge here, and they put it in the number unfortunately because this was one I had circled. I was going Rangers first five, with Gray having a. To me, a clear edge over Marco Gonzalez, but the odds makers felt the same way, and they made the Rangers the favorite for the first five innings. So the value has been sucked out of it, as far as I'm concerned. I think the Rangers win the first five, but again, this falls under the un- unwilling to bet it category because I'm not getting the price I want. Yeah, because the pitching matchup of the starting pitching, it's okay, and this is a classic example where the the ERAs are not that much different, but everything else strike oh, yeah. uh, strikeout to walk ratio, a uh, whip, uh, you know, all of the ones that you like to get to. And how about that? They're up to one thirty seven in the first five. Yeah, Texas, and as opposed to basically a pick 'em for the right. game. And that's why you can't play it, in my opinion. You don't want you don't want the late game mix because. And the Rangers can't win a game late. And Seattle can't lose a game late. And between the odds makers and the market, they've they pushed the line to some place where I, I think you know dollar thirty five, dollar forty. There's, there's no way I'm laying that. How about the uh, atmosphere at City Field last night? That was fun. Wow! Especially in the uh, first inning, uh, they get to two uh, in the first. Uh, do the Yankees? The Mets respond with four. It was uh, that, and then it kind of steadied down. It kind of calmed down, and it was a typical City Field type of game the rest of the way. Max Scherzer, major pitching advantage in the starters here. Max Scherzer, one eighty-six and seven and a half against Domingo Herman. Uh, Domingo Herman made his uh, first appearance in the night game of that day-night uh, doubleheader last Thursday. When we resume in Houston, when we resume from the All-Star break, and he was uh, treated uh, pretty rudely. Yes, he was. Uh, five runs in only three innings pitched in a first inning. 
Alvarez, his first swing a home run. Bregman follows it up, back-to-back home runs. For Scherzer, hits now had four starts off yep. of the IL. He's averaging six and a third innings pitch. Over 25 and a third innings pitch completely. Uh, 20 hits and walks, so that whip is down. And how about this, Dave? 39 to 2 strikeouts to walk ratio for Mad Max. But he's facing a great lineup tonight. And uh, we've got hitter friendly conditions uh, in the forecast in Queens tonight. So I, uh, I, I only bet two games today. I'll, I'll get to those in a while. But uh, I would lean over in this game, even with Scherzer on the mound. I think the offenses have a chance to do some damage in this game. Uh, you, you talked about uh, the other day that the uh, the wind was blowing in, and I think it was the Royals game, and that one was yes, um, it, and was, it mattered. It, it proved to be it, uh, yes, yes, it, it certainly mattered, uh, no doubt about that. Um, so no no opinion on the game, just but on the over, and you think this Mets lineup against Herman should have uh, have some success? Well, also. I, I, I think Herman, I think he'll pitch better than he did in his first uh, game back. You know, he got to shake okay. the rust off sometime. And I'm sure he's going to be fired up. But, you know, seven's a low number. And uh, with these two offenses, even with Scherzer on the mound, I think there's a good chance you – all you need is one wind-blown homer tonight, and you might get it over that number. And uh, next game, Cincinnati and uh, Castillo. And even at his uh, – still got into the All-Star game, and he is uh, – now the Cincinnati pitching staff statistically is the worst in all of baseball. But – not uh, Castillo. A uh, dollar fifty no. and eight at Bet Rivers over Miami and Garrett. And uh, first of all, with Castillo, uh, three and four with a two seven ERA, one one point oh eight WHIP. In his last four, just under, right under seven innings pitched on the average, one or less earned run in every one of those. Three where he's given up one run, one where he's had shutout innings. So Castillo comes in great form uh, as well. And Miami's Garrett, he's solid top 10 pit young pitcher who is uh, who's getting better but do we the back-to-back uh, strong performances were both against Pittsburgh which can have their problems at the plate at times against Cincinnati 150 and eight I did play this game and I'm on the first five innings under four uh, which is actually a slight underdog Garrett is pitching well uh, for Miami Castillo's obviously pitching great ball for the Reds now, the Reds for the season at home against lefties have some really good numbers. But their July numbers against lefties are actually below average. They've been average offensively out of the break. The Marlins haven't hit now for quite some time. And it looks like there's going to be selling pieces of the deadline. And the interesting variable here, Luis Castillo's not going to be with the Cincinnati Reds by this time next week. Uh, the deadline's August 2nd. He is almost certainly going someplace. So... This might be his last start for the Reds. He could possibly get one more for the deadline, although I think that's questionable. It's almost certainly his last start at home for the Reds because they hit the road on Monday. So he's going to be fired up. Uh, Both pitchers in good form. I think they've got a good chance to dominate here. I played the first five innings under the four between the Marlins and the Reds couple of things, no doubt, uh, the way the Miami bats will really go silent at times. This has a recipe for being some really, uh, you know, some uh, for Castillo to throw up some goose eggs uh, on the manual scoreboard so. there. The other thing, Dave, traditionally speaking, as we approach the, the trade deadline, these guys that are these pieces like Castillo, they seem to kind of just, just – Sharpen, making sure they're well, extra not? sharp, extra sleep, and you know, and to to create more value uh, for themselves and maybe their future team. 
I think it's an excitement thing. Uh-huh. They know that in all likelihood they're going to a contender, which is, you know, you got a chance to pitch playoff baseball and maybe get to a World Series. Castillo's been uh, with a team that hasn't, hasn't done much contending for basically his entire career. And this guy's a good pitcher. He's got a chance to be a big star someplace. Uh, I think he, he's, if there's three really great options out there right now, Soto's actually, you know, obviously the top of the, uh, the heap. I'd certainly rate Castillo right behind him in terms of the most uh, attractive potential trade acquisitions for a team that needs a starting pitcher. I mean, you're not going to do much better than this guy. I got, an, I got a team in mind, but what team do you think would benefit the most from a guy like Castillo? A team that has good a good lineup, but maybe could I, usually I mean, really use a front-line pitcher in their rotation. What team couldn't use a front-line pitcher in their starting rotation? True. I, I, I just, Minnesota. I mean, to me, to me, to every, 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 yeah, uh, I, if I were Castillo. I'm, I'm not crazy about their starters, I, you know. Yeah, well, I, I, I don't know. The reality to me is nobody in the American League Central has got a chance. Um, as, as far if as I were Castillo, okay. if I were Castillo, I'd be disappointed if I ended up. Listen, the Dodgers, the Dodgers are going to look for a starter. Okay, you know, with Bueller, he may be done for the year. Um, okay. They they could use another starting pitcher, and they obviously have pieces to trade. So, I don't, again, I, I, I'm not, I can't guess at who's going to, I don't really care, to say the truth, where they end up. Uh, but, I mean, if you're looking at things from, from that standpoint, I mean, the Dodgers, the Yankees, uh, any any of these top tier teams could definitely use. I mean, even the Astros. I don't think the Astros really need a starting pitcher, but yeah. if they could get Castillo for the right price, I don't think they'd turn him down. Well, I think Castillo would be their second best pitcher behind Verlander, maybe in yeah. that rotation. Where where doesn't he? Where where doesn't he fit? Good no point. place. Good point. Good point. Tampa Bay and Baltimore. Uh, you gave out an opinion on Monday in Baltimore at a really nice price coming back, and they hung in there, and they won. They won the first two. We've had a lot of conversation on my radio show also about how do you view Baltimore and Seattle moving forward past the break. Uh, and, you know, I thought that Baltimore would be better than maybe their preseason expectations, but not quite as good uh, yeah. as obviously their streak and their hot streak you know, the last 20 or so going into the all-star break. But feisty and competitive, they're an honest team. They come to play every night. and They've won the first two. Now here comes Rasmussen again. And by the way, Tampa Bay now has lost four in a row. Yep. Uh, all four of those games, four of those games, they've scored three runs or less. And Rasmussen's been really good. Wells, not too far behind. Not too far behind. In fact, Rasmussen, uh, .56 better ERA, uh, walk to strike, a strikeout-to-walk ratio, the same. And Wells is a slightly better whip. I mean, very slight. 1.10 to 1.18. Uh, Rasmussen's in better form, though. And yeah, uh, I, I, so, uh, Wells, you know, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I don't think there's any question. You give the pitching edge to Tampa Bay here. But that's the only edge you give them at this point. The Orioles are hitting better. Um, I, I did not, I haven't checked out the post-game press conferences yet from last night. I'd be curious as to why... Kevin Cash took McClanahan out 
with a two hitter and only eighty one pitches. Eighty one. I mean, the guy's got eighty one. I I I don't get that at all. Um, I don't want Tampa right now, but I do respect the pitching edge here with Rasmussen, so I stayed out of the game. Uh, but I, I don't want Tampa right now. They're not playing good ball. Their lineup's been compromised for some time with a lot of injury issues. And, you know, you, the pitching edge might be on one side, but all the other stuff kind of points to the Orioles. Yeah, I, I, I would agree. I would agree. And uh, basically uh, even money uh, coming back for Baltimore at Bet Rivers. Another huge line, Tarant, Toronto and St. Louis. I had well, to take okay. St. Louis last night. I lost. They were competitive, and then he blew it out with the RBI single backed up by the uh, Grand Slam. Gosman and Wainwright, both of these guys are very good. Gosman more in his prime than Wainwright, and slightly slight edge, including the six and a half to one strikeout to walk ratio, two fifty and eight over well, St. Louis at Bed Rivers, and that's because of the Goldschmidt Arenado uh, absences for St. Louis. I've played Toronto every game out of the break. Uh, I thought this team would get hot with the managerial change. They have. They've now won seven in a row. I played them every game against the Red Sox. They were rough Monday. I played them again last night. When I get on a team on a streak, I won't get off. I don't care what the price is. I'll just keep playing them. So, price. Now, I didn't make it a big bet because it's, you know, 250. But uh, I'm staying on the, on the Blue Jays. The team is on fire. They're absolutely killing the baseball. Look at this. Uh, out of the All-Star break. Now, average team league average, WRC Plus is 100. They're at 205 out of the break, which is absurd. I mean, they are killing the baseball. Uh, they should win the ballgame. Now, if you haven't been betting the Blue Jays, you don't jump in on them here at, at this price. But if you've been doing what I've been doing, which is betting the Blue Jays every game, you're on a free roll. You just keep it going. So I played the Blue Jays again tonight. And uh, speaking of uh, uh, Goldsmith and Arenado, I mean, uh, Goldsmith is the odds uh, by a long shot, too. Minus $1.50 for the NL MVP uh, at Bet Rivers. And Arenado is in the top 10 as well. Yeah, those are fairly yep. big guys in their lineup. Huge. Uh, as, especially with the rest of the lineup not being so good, uh, maybe, well, arguably, or in the conversation is, you know, as a tandem, the most important guys for their lineup. Uh, statistically, I saw some breakdown, and I, I, I can't remember exactly what it was, but the, the stat breakdown indicated they legitimately are, in terms of the team production and their production, the most valuable tandem in baseball this year, offensively. And not only that, by the way, you take Arenado's defense out of there, and Goldsmith is oh. a good first baseman. So that's that's kind of a uh, something you don't talk about. But, you know, Arenado saves runs with his defense, and he's not out there to do that right now. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yep. No doubt uh, he and Machado are a phenomenal at third base. Up. Uh, all right, here we go. Last one, Boston and Evaldi. Oh, what Evaldi do we get? I uh, mean, boy, that, that return was rough. He got um, hit, for, hit up for nine runs and nine hits and a couple of walks on two and two-thirds against the previously discussed uh, Toronto Blue Jays. Still a 129 and eight and a half favorite over Cleveland and Quantrill at Fenway. Yeah, and the Red Sox playing some of the worst defense you'd ever want to see. Ten errors over the last eight games and some others that could have been scored errors and weren't. They were at it again last night with bad defense. They're just an awful team right now. I think Ivaldi does have an edge 
of a Quantrill here, but one thing to factor in, and again, the analytics indicate he should be better than this, but it is what it is. 6.98 ERA at home for Yavaldi. Uh I still give him the edge of a Quantrill, but there's not a chance in the world I'll play the Red Sox. I, I didn't play the game on Monday. I did play Cleveland yesterday and got the win. I would lean Cleveland here I, simply because the Red Sox are in free fall right now. I didn't play it because I'm not getting the price I want with the pitching matchup, so I left the game alone. But the Red Sox are not going to be on my tickets right now. They're a team that uh, you talk about going in the wrong direction. You can't go in more of a wrong direction than the Red Sox are right now. I mean, you know, Dave, some some U12 tournament ball teams would not commit some oh. of the errors. They've been, I mean, it's it's been un- unbelievable. It's like the Nine Stooges. <laughs> All right, so a, a little bit um, a lean in the, the Boston-Cleveland game, as we just discussed, a little bit of a lean with the over uh, in the Mets. I have some good news for you with your pick that you affirm on, and that is the first five under at Bet Rivers. For only minus 27's juice, you can get under four and a half for the first five with uh, Cincinnati yeah. and Miami. Am I missing any? That's the one I like the best tonight. Um, I'm expecting a really good performance out of Castillo. I like the way Garrett's throwing the ball for uh, Miami. They got some talented pitchers in that team. By the way, interesting to note, the Marlins have basically said that everybody in the team is available except for Sandy Alcantara. He's not available at all. But anybody else, I guess they're willing to talk. Wow. Um, and, and, and look, they got a bunch of young pitchers like the kid Garrett uh, throwing oh. today. I mean, Lopez uh, last night was uh, back in form and, uh, and got the win. So that, they, they have some pieces in place if they're a little patient and don't they go. They do. Uh, cr- yeah, uh, with uh, Chisholm as well and, uh, and some of the others, uh, De La Cruz. Uh, all right, Dave, give me, give, me, give me your blessing or just uh, give me a mutambo on these. Seattle. Maybe behind at the end of five, but the way things are going and the way Texas struggles in very, I'm going to come back at uh, even money with Seattle and uh, looking for a sweep. I can't argue against it. You're getting value because of the number moving the way it has. And the fact, fact is, but the fact is, Texas can't win a close game and Seattle can't lose a close game. So, you know, late innings, if this is all you need to do, basically, is you're hoping for a tie game after five. You'll probably win. Value. Value is the operative term in Oakland coming back uh, plus $1.75 against Houston. And, well, the disinterested Astros at times when it appears that they play this team. I'm ready to pull the trigger. Take a shot. Not not a crazy play, but it's a big number coming back. Yeah, I mean, if you want to take a shot on a a lottery ticket, why not? Uh, at (laughs) at At least the team's in decent form right now. They're hitting the ball a little bit, which they normally don't do. Uh, and uh, these are bigger games for Oakland than they are for Houston. So I can see that. And then a favorite parlay, which actually comes back a little bit money, not interested in laying $1.86 or $1.50, but together we'll put them together and listen. Great pitchers, really good form. Um, and, and Cincinnati's hits the ball okay, especially at home. Scherzer and Castillo met Cincinnati parlay, money line parlay. Well, I hope, I hope you get the Reds in a low-scoring game. There you go. We, we're looking for nothing but goose eggs for yes. the Miami Marlins in, uh, in uh, Cincinnati uh, today. Uh, Sports Better's Paradise, uh, Dave Coconut and I uh, discuss Major League Baseball each and every Monday and Wednesday. 
hopefully we'll, we'll get this drop. We'll turn it around quicker so we can get a lot of the, those uh, handful of games that start, uh, I believe it is, I think it's a 3 310 uh, East Coast time. For Dave Koken, I'm Jimmy Yacht. Uh, tell your friends to subscribe to the Bet Rivers Network YouTube channel. We'll see you on Monday.